Hey guys, so this week's episode is going to start a little bit differently. I wasn't going to say anything, but I figured that it would probably be good to say something because, I mean, this week has been heavy. It's been very heavy um, for the world, really. And um, yes, everyone has been talking about it, but I figured one more person couldn't hurt. So I wrote something and um, I hope that it makes you think. It's hard to find the words. I wasn't a Kobe fan or a basketball fan, but this hit me like most of us in a way that I wasn't expecting. I commented on Facebook that this is the kind of thing where you'll never forget where you were when you heard the news. I was in my kitchen about to make lunch, watching a live podcast. The hosts had just heard and were trying to figure out if it was real. I didn't know what they were talking about, but once I heard them mention Vanessa and the kids, for some reason, I thought of Kobe. So I did what I always do when I want to confirm news. I headed to Instagram. My fears were confirmed and I was in shock and overcome with disbelief. Hours later, the news broke of his daughter Gianna, and it felt like my chest had been ripped open and my heart pulled out and torn in two. The utter sadness I felt does not and will not ever compare to that of the Bryants or the other families involved. I can only imagine the level of sheer devastation they face. The thing that struck me the most from the pictures was the clear love Kobe had for his daughter and the love and adoration Gianna had for her father. The pictures of the two of them are so beautiful and sweet and pure. It made me think of the state of my relationship with my own father. It made me ache for what they had. It made me remember that that relationship is so powerful and so important. It is unreal to say that Kobe and Gianna Bryant are no longer with us. My brain doesn't even want to believe it is truth. Their impact and Kobe's legacy have been felt across the nation and beyond. They will never be forgotten. Someone made the comment, how many times have we shot invisible jumpers and yelled out, Kobe? That's where I broke and started to shed tears because it's so true. We've all done that. I hope that this makes you remember what's truly important, makes you squeeze your loved ones a little tighter, makes you say I love you more often. I hope that you do the things that you've been putting off because tomorrow is truly not promised. When your time comes and your purpose has been fulfilled, that's it. It's time to go home. We are reminded of the illusion of control. May it humble us and remind us that this moment is all we really have. I pray peace and comfort for everyone involved. I pray peace and comfort for all the lives he's touched. And I pray that you allow yourself the space to grieve in the way that is best for you. May we all be moved to live our lives with more intention and purpose. Y'all, after church hunger is so real. Like, I don't know what it is, but like I could have breakfast before I leave the house and get to church and be fine. But like by one o'clock, I'm starving. I'm starving as if I have not eaten anything for like three days. And it's like, you're so hung, like, you do you feel like you're hungry like you haven't eaten in three days and it like doesn't make any sense I have no idea like what (laughs) what happens like it's so crazy and it's the same when I take a nap like when I wake up from a nap I'm starving as if I have not eaten in a week and 
I just don't understand it. Like, I'm wondering, like, what the mechanism is, like, if it's the same for, like, church as it is, like, when I take a nap that my body's like, okay, we have to eat. Like, we are now starving. Like, we've been inactive for long enough. Like, now we need nutrients. Like, I don't know what it is, but that after church hunger is so real and that after nap hunger is so real. It's, it's crazy. So I was doing a school run this afternoon and uh, while I was waiting um, for the kids to come out of the school, I, it happens to be sunny today. Today is Wednesday, January 28th, I think, or the 29th. I don't know. Anyway. (laughs) Um, and I like felt the sun, uh, like the heat of the sun, like on the back of my legs. And I was like, man, first of all, thank you lord that it is sunny um because yesterday it was like really overcast and like kind of gray but also i started thinking about the fact that like the sun is 91 just a cool 91 and a half million miles away and we can feel its heat um and i'm always just blown away by that like it is incredibly bright and it like supplies us with heat like it keeps us warm and it makes us hot in the summertime but like (laughs) I was just thinking like that's so amazing like and then you think about like how hot does it have to be for heat and light to make it 91 and a half million miles to earth like insane so I looked up some facts for, uh, about the sun. And, um, it's pretty interesting. I think my favorite is that the sun is almost a perfect sphere, which is like pretty dope. It says, considering the sheer size of the sun, there is only a 10 kilometer difference in its polar and equatorial diameters. This makes it the closest thing to a perfect sphere observed in nature, which is just amazing. I mean, like, the solar system as a whole and space as a whole like the universe you can't look at it and tell me that there's no god like come on (laughs) um it's just amazing like really it really and truly blows my mind every time i think about it um and then like the size of the sun is incredible i think you could fit like a hundred million earths inside of the sun um, it's just huge. Like, <laughs> it's so big. It's so, so big. Um, and like, I don't know. I nerd out about stuff like that, about like the planets and the stars. I love the night sky. Um, it is one of my absolute favorite things. I think the stars are the most beautiful things ever. Um, and you guys already know how I feel about the moon. (laughs) Um, but yeah, I just blown away always and forever. I fact checked how many earths can actually fit inside of the sun. And it is about 1.3 million, not a hundred million. My bad. 
Okay, so when I record in my car, I have to turn my Bluetooth off so that the sound um, quality is is decent. So that like you can hear the audio and it doesn't sound like I'm actually, you know, like on a phone call or something. So I just recorded like a three minute clip and I hit, um, I like go to like save it or I, I like hit, I stop it basically. And my music starts playing, which means that I did not turn my Bluetooth off. And I'm so upset. Like, I want to cry because that was a really good clip. Like, <laughs> like, oh, man, now I have to like, oh, you guys. <laughs> the <laughs> oh, man, I guess it's, I don't know, occupational hazard, whatever. But it happens, it's happened to me a a few times and it's just like super annoying when it does because I have to like record it all over again and I'm just like, no, like why? Uh, But anyway. (laughs) So I follow this comedian on Instagram named Keon Poli and he posted um, a video and he was asking like basically a would you rather so would you rather have black twitter come after you for a full year or go to jail for a week and i said without hesitation i would go to jail for a week (laughs) because it would be less humiliating like black twitter coming after you for a full year that would be the worst like I would have to like, I would have to like enter witness protection because (laughs) like black Twitter would find every aspect of my life and just like, they would just destroy me. And I, I'm not built for that. I am not built for that kind of scrutiny, not for an entire year, a whole year it would not end pretty. It would not be pretty at all. Um, I would gladly take the week in jail. It would be less. I would come out with more dignity (laughs) than I would if black Twitter, uh, came after me for an entire year, like whoo, a whole year, man. I, nope, nope. I'll take jail. (laughs) I will gladly take the jail. Y'all good out there? Y'all still with me? Still listening? All right, cool. Um, (laughs) I don't have an ad for this week. I just wanted to say thank you for listening because it really, really, really means a lot to me. All right, let's get back into it. To the people who run and like jog outside when it's cold or raining or snowing or like 105 degrees outside I just have one question why like why would you subject yourself to the elements when the gym is a thing and also you don't have to 
Like, especially when it's raining. Like, why do you have to run? Like, and my, and I, I feel like the people who just keep running through the elements are training for a marathon. Cause that's the only reason I can think of why you would not stop uh, and just say, you know what, I'm gonna, I'm gonna sit this one out today. Like, that's the only reason why, that's the only reason I can think of why a person would run in the rain or the snow or, you know, like when it's super cold or very hot outside. Like, and if you're not running a marathon, then like, what are you, like, what, do you just have to run outside? Is that what it is? Or like, you're, you just like have an aversion to gyms or something? Like, I don't, I don't, I, I just need to know because I see it a lot. Um, living in Boston, people love to run and they love to run all the time when it's raining, snowing, hailing, sleeting, when it's very cold outside, when it's very hot outside, they don't stop. So I just would like to know why. (laughs) Y'all, so I just got gas at Speedway for 2.45 because the regular gas station that I go to um is usually higher than Speedway. So I was like, all right, word, let me just go to the Speedway, get the cheap gas today. <laughs> Pay 2.45 at Speedway. Why I pull up to this the gas station that I normally would go to and it's 2.39. I'm so mad. I hate when that happens. Like, you think that you're paying less. You think that you're getting over. You finally remember to go to the cheaper gas station. And then the one day that you do, the gas is actually cheaper at your usual gas station. Man, I wish I could get my money back. I'm so upset right now. (laughs) Oh, God. I hate it here, man. I have to tell you guys about the best idea I ever had. And I often think about, well, not often. I don't often think about this. I think about this every once in a while. And every single time it makes me just like fall out laughing. So um, in the summertime, well, when I'm driving and I see people um, and they're like waiting for the bus, I kind of feel bad for them. And I'm like, I hate to see people like waiting for the bus because it sucks. We've all been there. Like the bus doesn't always come on time. And like you just wish that you, you know, could get a ride whenever. So I was like, I hate to see people waiting for the bus. So like (laughs) I had this idea. I was like, well, what if I just like, you know, like picked, you know, the people up and just like took them where they needed to go. And, you know, like that would be the end of it. Like they wouldn't have like I wouldn't have to see, you know, like old ladies like out in the cold or in the heat or like, you know, mothers with like little babies and children. Um, You know, like I wouldn't have to like see them like suffer due to the elements or whatever. So like the more I kept thinking about this, I was like, I'd probably have to have like a set route, you know, like I don't want to be like driving all over the place 
uh, you know, like driving all over the city, like that would be a little, you know, that would be a little bit too much. And then like, well, it would cost me a lot of, a lot of money in gas, you know, like picking these people up. So, you know, I'd have them like kick in a few dollars, you know, like here and there, whatever, like whatever they could spare. And then like the more I kept thinking about it, the more I realized, oh wait, this is already a thing. It's called the bus. <laughs> So, like, this is not something that you should try to pursue, Michelle, because it's already been a thing for decades and decades. (laughs) And your idea is not actually really helping anybody. (laughs) Another thing that I often think about is, like, why do when people choose a place to settle down, like a city, town, state, whatever, why do they choose that? Like, what are the factors that go into, okay, I'm going to move from this place to this place? Like, a lot of times it could be jobs, I guess. But like, if it wasn't for a job, if you just had the opportunity to like move anywhere and you, you know, a person just like picked this one town, like random town, like, I don't know, Surprise, Arizona, I think there's a surprise Arizona like why would you move there you know like what is something that like would make you move there um I'm always curious because I'm like sometimes I'll look at the map and I'll just be like this is such a random town and people live there like why like I just don't understand like why would you pick that specific place to settle down um like was it good schools or did you like the scenery or you know is the job market great there like I don't know I'm just always curious like why people do the things that they do um another thing that I'm always curious about is um like why people pick the jobs that they pick like outside of needing money and like you know like having to pay bills and stuff um like why would you uh, pick that. I'll use myself for an example. I've worked at a few different hospitals in uh, my professional career. And um, like one of the main reasons why I picked those places was because they were just jobs that I felt that I could do. Um, like I didn't really have like a career path that I was like that I had set myself on. Um, I just, you know, they were just positions that I like felt like I could do. Um, but I all, but like for other people, if it's different, I just wonder like, why would you pick this specific position? Again, barring the fact that you have bills to pay. Um, yeah, people fascinate me. Um, but like, I don't really like people if that (laughs) makes sense. (laughs) Like I'm... I'm, uh, pretty introverted. I would like, I actually, I'll say I'm an extroverted introvert. Um, but like, yeah, I'm always curious. Oh my God, you guys. So I was talking to my friend, uh, last night and, um, the topic of like, uh, like makeup artists came up for some reason, but I was saying that like, I, I like low key, um, like 
hate when makeup artists like use a ton of makeup and then just like they'll do something like really artistic like I don't know they'll have um I don't know they'll like makeup they'll like put a Christmas tree on their face with makeup or something something weird like that and I'm just like that's cool and all but you're wasting so much makeup like <laughs> like makeup is already really expensive so I'm just like bro that's so much wasted makeup like yeah cool I get it you're an artist whatever great but like you just wasted so much makeup like you did that for the gram for like two like five pictures max and like now you have to just like wipe it off because it's like like for me I'm just like at least go to like stop and shop or so like leave the house for like 10 minutes like let somebody see you <laughs> because otherwise it's such a waste and I just like I don't know I just don't understand it and then I'm like okay people who like do like regular makeup or like makeup artists on the on Instagram they'll like do tutorials and then but they'll have like just layer after layer after layer of makeup and I'm like oh my god like I don't somebody please I need somebody who like explain to me why there are so many layers like when you think that they're done there's like another layer that goes on there's like the foundation and then the concealer and then like the the primer and then the eyeshadow and the lashes and the lipstick and I'm like I don't like what I just look I'm just now like trying to like get good at eyeliner like you've got 10 layers of makeup on like I I don't even and then I'm like where are you going with this like full face of makeup on like any like normal person like woman who you know like does their makeup on a regular basis I'm just like where if you're wearing like five late like legit like four to five layers of makeup like are you just going to work because there's like like so much makeup you guys like <laughs> it is so heavy and while like the transformation is like really cool and dope and like I salute makeup artists because like they you know are just really good at it um I'm also just like what like that's so much makeup for you to just be doing this tutorial and then you're just gonna wipe it off like it's also wasteful in my eyes so like oh man I don't know I guess I like turn into like an old lady when it comes to like watching makeup tutorials and people do like creative things with makeup because I'm like at the end of the day it just looks like a waste to me so and I mean, like, I guess I could say that about myself, too, because I'll wear, I'll wear makeup, you know, like, for a few hours, and, you know, it will, I'll wipe it off as well. But I also don't, like, buy makeup that often, and I also don't wear it that often either. So, like, I will probably use up the makeup that I currently have, and then once it's done, I don't know when I'll buy some more, because it's expensive. Again, it's expensive. <laughs> Oh, man, I just need somebody to explain. <laughs> Thank you guys so much for joining me today. If you like today's episode, please rate interview it. If you'd like to support the show, you can leave a donation on the podcast website, 
anchor.fm slash talking while driving. I'm currently working on setting up a Patreon, so stay tuned for details. You can follow the podcast on Facebook and Instagram at Talking While Driving. Thank you guys again for listening. Make sure to come back next week for another episode of Talking While Driving.